Hey, what's up, fellow movie fans? Um, uh, I'm Quinn Haba, and welcome back to part two of Quinn's favorite movies. Part one, we looked at many great films, such as uh, Die Hard, The Shawshank Redemption, and uh, Breakfast Club, which I talked about for an excessive amount of time. Um, here we got part two. We're going to talk about some more of my favorite movies that I like to sit down with a box of popcorn and just watch. So let's get in right into it, dudes. All right, next up, we got The Italian Job. And there's two of these movies. There's the original one in, uh, that came out in 1969 with, um, what's that, that British actor guy? Michael Caine. Oh, yeah, I'm Michael Caine. That was a really bad accent. I'm, really, I'm sorry. And the remake in 2003. And I think both, both are really good. And the reason why they're, they're both really good, um, the original one, obviously, uh, they, they rob a bank in, in Italy. And it's, it's just, you know, classic, classic Michael Caine being, being a British crook. And they, they do the thing with the Mini Coopers. And uh, also a uh, really good soundtrack in that movie. Um, and the remake in 2003 was not really a remake. It was, it was kind of more of a sequel, but with none of the same characters. But they basically do the same premise. Um, and Mark Wahlberg is in it. Charlie Thurens, I, I, I think that's how you pronounce it. And um, this... This was a super excellent remake because they introduced new ideas and characters and plot to the Italian job. And it wasn't the Italian job, too. It was just the Italian job. But they kept the best parts about the original in it. You know, they had um, the Mini Coopers. That's the most well-known thing about this, the Mini Cooper chase. Um, and they had the the Michael Caine character, you know, the crook who's who's kind of got you know a likable side to him which was mark Wahlberg in this case um and i think i gotta say the the remake was was a bit better because i think mark Wahlberg was better than michael kane because michael kane you know he I, I i didn't really like him to be honest he was kind of mean to everyone and in the remake, Mark Wahlberg's case, he was a super down-to-earth, morally correct guy who, you know, only stole from people who deserve to be, you know, stolen from. And you like, and you like him. His name is also Charlie, so it's the same guy, basically. But the Michael Caine one, you're just like, dude, you're kind of mean. You know, like, I don't really care if you get arrested. So for that reason, I think that the the remake in 2003 is a, a lot better. But the 1969 one is still great. All right, next up, we got the Indiana Jones series. And I said series because there, there will be a ton of backlash and debate if I say any one movie is the best, as long as it is not the Crystal Skull. That movie sucks. Sorry. But... Um, the, the, I mean, like, what can I say about the Indiana Jones series? They're, they're awesome. I, I mean, you have the first one, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was, came out in 1981. And it was kind of one of the, 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 the pioneering, you know, action adventure films. 
It was one of the first because there weren't too many. In, you know, there were some in the 70s. You had James Bond. But besides that, you, you didn't really have much. And Harrison Ford, you know, perfectly cast in this because Indiana Jones was this kind of cynical, you know, dark, dark humored character who, again, was was on the morally right track. But, you know, he's he's a man on a mission. He's not going to let, you know, something stand in his way. And the the stuff he does is just super cool. And I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is super good because it introduces the world to Indiana Jones. And I think the stuff he's doing in that movie is the coolest. You know, it's the it's the most iconic. You know, the boulder ro- rolling down the uh, the cavern. He's got the little bag of sand and he's switching it out with the the gold thing. Um, but, but I also think that The Last Crusade is really good, which was the third movie. And one of the reasons I, I liked these movies a lot was because of um, they're set in like the 19 kind of 20s and 30s. So we got Nazis in them. And one of the things I really liked was when Indiana Jones would just um, basically, you know, show the Nazis who's boss and kick their ass, you know, at whatever he was doing. I thought that was 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 really cool. And the Indiana Jones character is one that, you know, will always be one of the best movie characters ever because it's I mean, it's Indiana Jones. What more do I have to say? You know, next one. Uh, next up, we got Saving Private Ryan. Um, this was one of the movies that I had actually watched in quarantine. I don't think any of the other ones had been ones that I did except for a couple. So I actually have a journal entry for this one. And uh, basically, this one came out in 1998, directed by Steven Spielberg with Tom Hanks. And it's set during World War II, and Tom Hanks and his um, his crew, what do you call that? I forget. When It's like a military. His, his, his platoon, I suppose. They have to go and save Private Ryan, basically, who's played by Matt Damon. And Matt Damon, Private Ryan, is... Um, somewhere in france so tom hanks and his platoon they arrive at i I believe it's normandy beach and they just get obliterated you know the u.s army by the nazis that you know normandy was horrible but you know they they soldier on literally through nazi occupied france so that they can find this private ryan and the reason why they need to find him is because three of his other brothers, three of three of Private's bro- Private Ryan's brothers, also in the military, had been killed, and their mom was would if 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 Private Ryan died, his their mom would have have received four letters for all of her sons saying that all of your sons have died in military, and I mean how like that would suck for a mom to get that and so they 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 actually send a platoon of men to find private ryan and send them home just so that and it you know throughout the movie you're, you're like is this worth it um and at the beginning of the movie and at the end the whole movie is kind of a flashback, but you can see Private Ryan in his in his old age. He visits the grave of 
commander Tom Hanks. I actually forget what his, what his name is. Captain Miller, that's what his name is in the movie. And, you know, because Captain Miller, during, you know, when they're saving Private Ryan back in World War II, he says, you better, you know, totally, like, live the best life. You, you better cure cancer because, you know, we are, we are risking our lives. Two, two, of, two of his men had died. We are risking our lives to, to bring you home. So you better be worth it. And at the end of the movie, Private Ryan, he's an old man now. He's got a family. He visits the grave of Commander Miller, and he's, he's like, I hope I've lived a worthy life for you to you know have saved me. And it was, you know, it's a really emotional movie, and Steven Spielberg did a fantastic job accurately depicting World War II. So, um, oh, I, I can see... I gave this one a 93 out of 100, and I wrote in my journal, a very realistic representation of World War II, excellent cinematography that showed what was happening in great detail, and good character arcs. And then I put a little arrow, overcoming. So, boom, there you go. Journal entry. Next up, Catch Me If You Can. Now, here's another fun to... Mm, we going to even get through all of these? I don't know. We're about halfway done, and we're 32 minutes in. We'll kind of speed it up. So Catch Me If You Can, another Tom Hanks movie. Uh, Tom Hanks plays a detective in the 60s who's trying to track down um, this this guy played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Who it, It's based on a true story, and he's he's like 18 or like 19 or something. And he, he leaves home because you know, his parents got divorced. And he starts forging checks all throughout the country. And he, he poses himself as a pilot, a doctor, and a lawyer, you know, all before he's like 21. And he's just f forging checks everywhere. He's got, you know, a bunch of money. And it's kind of funny to see, you know, because he does get caught. But a kind of interesting relationship forms between Leonardo DiCaprio and the detective played by Tom Hanks. Um, and also a Steven Spielberg movie that's based on a true story. So would recommend this one, right? We're going to skip Titanic because most people have seen Titanic. Everyone knows it's good. Um, this one, next one is Sneakers. This movie has uh, Robert Redford in it, which serious film buffs may know from uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That was really cringe. I'm sorry. Um, but he plays a computer hacker named Martin, and he leads a group of also computer specialists who uh, test the, the security of uh, various, uh, you know, San Francisco companies, you know, like they test their uh, online security because they're, they're hackers. They get paid to hack into companies, basically, and see how safe it is. Um, now, Martin and, uh, Martin and his team, they, uh, they, they learn of the existence of this black box that has the ability to crack any encryption code, you know, on the planet, um, which would obviously pose a huge risk if fallen in the wrong hands. So they uh, they attempt to steal this black box before it can fall into the wrong hands. And uh, what happens throughout the movie is super exciting, and it's kind of a thinker's movie. So if, if you like to think, it's, it's not really um, action. You know, because they're all computer hackers, but there is a bit of it. 
Um, but this this movie is uh, is super fun, and all the characters are kind of dope. We got T- Tom Aykroyd. He has some really funny lines in this movie. So, would highly recommend this movie. It only had a budget of thirty five million, I suppose. That's what is what my computer is saying here. So, they made a great use of that budget. All right. Uh, next. We got the Ocean's Eleven series, uh, so 11, 12, and 13. And um, surprisingly, a lot of people have have seen these movies, which I would have not expected. But I think the most notable thing about these movies is uh, the cast, because the cast has a ton of huge names. You've got George Clooney, uh, Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, um the the guy from Iron Man, <laughs> uh, after the 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 guy who's played who plays Tony's friend, um, I forget his name, but basically they try to rob casinos, um, but they it's kind of similar to to sneakers I guess where you know because none of these guys are are action movie stars, um, except for kind of Brad Pitt and Matt Damon, but they don't play action movie people in, in this, in, in these movies, they play, you know, super witty street, smart, you know, intelligent guys that they're all former like thieves and crooks. And, um, in all these movies, there is a villain and the villain is a rich guy who has wronged them in some way in the past and you know basically they that they seek revenge by stealing a bunch of money from them and these movies are super awesome oceans 11 is you know the best by far but 12 and 13 are also phenomenal 13 is really good uh so yeah if you haven't seen these movies why and you should definitely watch them all right next up independence day uh independence day is a action movie with Mr. Jeff Goldblum and uh, Will Smith. And uh, I'd say it's one of the best 90s movies ever made. Because, I mean, it's about aliens invading Earth. I mean, are you kidding me? That's awesome. And they, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, go to the spaceship and, like, literally kind of blow it up, I guess. And... Um, one of the best things about this movie is if you've seen it, you know, the president, um, the president of of the United States plays a big role in this movie. He's in it a lot and he he's, he's played by some guy. I don't really know his name, but it, um, this movie takes place on the 4th of July. And so that's why they call it independence day. And, uh, the night before they, you know, the U.S. military goes out to try to fight these big, scary spaceship aliens. Um, the president delivers, like, one of the most, like, awesome movie speeches uh, I've ever heard. You know, it's got the music in the background. It's got the it's got the, the motivation. It's got the power. It's got the patrioticness. Um, and it really just makes you think, like, God bless America. I mean, seriously, it's... It's a pretty dope movie. All right, next up we got uh, the Dark Knight Batman series, uh, and I think these are the best superhero movies uh, ever made, besides um, Avengers, I guess. But 
the the Dark Knight Batman movies, you know, DC was like, okay, we want to make our movies a little bit grittier. And so Christopher Nolan, pretty good director, he came in and he was like, okay, I'll make Batman grittier and more dark. So that's why it's called, you know, the Dark Knight, duh. And it just kind of gives a a bit of a, a different obscure angle on 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 superheroes. I mean, Batman, he's played by uh by Christian Bale, who was okay, but I think the real star of these of these movies is the Joker. And the Joker's played by Heath Ledger, uh which would which is kind of a surprising uh surprising casting role um considering like the other, you know, movies he's been in. But the Joker is you know, since these movies were were more gritty and dark, they were like, okay, we got to put more emphasis on the Joker instead of on on the hero. We got to put more emphasis on the villain, and I mean, the villain is just great in this thing. I mean, his his actions, as all villains' actions should be, they make sense for what the villain's intended purpose is. You know, he's got a reason for doing everything he's doing. And um, I mean, he 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 does it with such intensity. That's like this guy's literally insane, and he can he like like this guy's powerful. Like he is an equal match for Batman. And um, it's it's not necessarily your your normal superhero movie where good wins against evil because in the Dark Knight, which is you know, there's three of these movies. There's Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight. And uh, the the third one I forget, <laughs> but the the hero doesn't necessarily win in these movies, and that's what's that's what's interesting about him because you're like, huh? I never thought about superheroes losing, well, not really losing, but just kind of something really different happens to them. And uh, so I would highly recommend these these movies to anyone who likes Batman. First of all, Joker because. You know, he's in this movie a lot. And superhero movies. Okay, that is a wrap for part two of everyone's favorite three-part series, Quinn's Favorite Films. Uh, you can go listen to part three right after this, which you should, by the way, because it's, re- it's really good. It kind of finishes off the series in a nice Godfather 2 kind of way. Um, so you guys go watch it right now. Hope you guys enjoyed part two. And uh, see you guys.